Nick B. Slow-mo. Off sides. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. Nick B. Slow-mo. Offsides podcast. Um, yeah, man. What's up, brother? How's it going, buddy? Yeah. Man, I'm living. I'm living. Yeah. Uh, you're back. I'm back. Offsides is back. Let's do this thing. A lot of stuff to talk about today, brother. A yeah. lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Since the last time we... We uh, talked to you guys. We had the NFL draft. Uh, we had the uh, Lakers fall to the seventh seed playoff. As of right now, if the playoff started, they'd be in the playoff. Uh, the play, play in. Bronze mad. Well, <laughs> bronze an idiot. You know, uh, he's the one that said he wanted to do this for other teams. And all of a sudden, when it comes to him, now he's stupid with the. What's I don't know whose stupid ass came up with this. They need to be fired. Yeah, and he's the one that come up with it. So, I don't know. He was fine I, with it until he had to be in it. Like, yeah. Oh, this is stupid. You know, uh, what's funny is, I don't know if you heard this, but Jeannie Buss, who's the owner of the Lakers, and uh, right. named her top five Lakers. And LeBron James was one of them, and Shaquille O'Neal is not a, one of them, right? And Shaq's like, I, I get it. I totally understand. LeBron's playing with her right now. How was the afterthought? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, that's a that's a that's a no no. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I, I found a funny story about Shaq. Um, so when he was playing uh, high school basketball, his dad was you know watching. He wasn't a coach or anything, but Shaquille wanted to be like Magic Johnson, so he wanted a finger roll instead of dunking. You know, and uh, uh, he finger rolled one time in a high school game. And he missed it. His dad went out there during the game and started like uh, birating him, right? Going crazy. And so uh, Shaq decided to watch some um, Syracuse Orangeman basketball. This is back when they had, oh God, Russell Douglas, Ronnie Sykley. And every time Ronnie Sykley dunked the ball, he'd like uh, bring his legs up. Remember how Shaq used to bring his legs yeah, up yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah. Duncan? That's the logo on his shoes. Th that, yes, yes. And yeah. so um, and so he started doing that, right? And everyone started uh, going away from him and he's getting a lot of points. And he's like, oh, okay, I see how this is going to be. And that's mm -hmm. what made him start dunking was because he missed a finger roll and his dad berated him on the court. So Like, oh, what happened? Oh, nothing. Iverson just missed the layup. Cost a six for the game. <laughs> yes. Oh, you gotta dunk that shit. <laughs> yes. You what know, is that and, from? Big Daddy? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you gotta dunk that shit. Um, yeah, I can't imagine Shaq doing a finger roll. <laughs> well, he, he just, he missed it. He said this and he said, you know, and he started dunking the ball. He's like, okay, I see what this is going to get me and stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. that's when he started breaking down rims and, and tearing shit up. And they had a, you know, when I was a kid, he used to tore down rims all the time until they made it Shaq proof. And oh, that yeah, was man. literally Forever, a thing. He changed Shaq the game. Proof. Yeah. He changed the game in more ways than one, man yeah you know so uh yeah that's funny but uh do you have any uh what you got brother um let's see let's see uh i mean man i you know uh it's just been a while it's been a few weeks um but yeah man uh we're back uh we went to the maris farms last weekend oh how was that out in like Buckley, it was called uh, Baby Animals and Blooms or something like that. So, uh, yeah, man, it was pretty cool. It was like an, a good little outing. 
um, got there and, you know, they got like the tulip fields blasted all over the brochures and stuff. Right. So we get there and there's like an upper and kind of lower field area, blah, blah, blah. So we're kind of poking around and man, there's like this big dirt field right by the road. That's like just dirt. It looks like it had been plowed or something like there's nothing in it. Like we're just kind of, cause I didn't see any tulips. Like we get there and I'm just like, man, where's the tulips at? Like, you know? And so we're messing around. They got like a playground. They got like zip lines, all kinds of stuff. Hayride. Um, they had this thing called a candy cannon. And they loaded that thing up and like shot the candy cannon off, which was pretty wild. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, man, like we go down, they got a big playground made out of like press treated wood. Like they built, designed this, this deal with all these timbers and ropes. And yeah, it's pretty wild. So anyway, uh, we get down there and then we see a sign for the tulip field. Cause at first, so me and Amanda at first, we were like, man, dude, like what a ripoff. Like we, I mean, it was cool. We got to see like baby llama, a couple mini horses. Like there was a few baby animals there, but man, we were like, dude, this like, there, where's the, where's the fields of tulips? Like, right. So, so we were kind of pissed off at first. We were like, oh, well, I mean, fuck it, man. Like we, well, I mean, we weren't pissed off, but yeah, I mean, it was cool, man. This place had like little games and shit. Well, like, yeah. So then we get down there and then boom, it's like a sign. It's like, uh, flower field we're like ah okay like yeah like you can't you know why yeah yeah like why why (laughs) why would you pay you know what i mean i guess like why would you pay if if you could just ride by and see the tulips out in the dirt field we were thinking they were supposed to be in you know right right so they got to tuck that shit away um because it's a whole thing like it's a whole photo op like they got like a big tower thing that you walk up like it's got a staircase on each side so you can walk up and like get all the flowers in the same picture i mean different color tulip rows and rows of like different colored tulips i mean it was it was pretty cool man like i had never been nothing like that um and so yeah so so we went and did that um and then two days later um so then the kids started getting sick because mm. mind you, they hadn't been anywhere. They haven't been sticking like a year. Um, right. First, Stevie got it because uh, it had to be from that breeding ground of a playground that they had going on with all oh, of these course. kids, all these little snot-nosed kids running around. Yeah, yeah it was of like course. a cesspool. Yeah, everyone's so, happy they can get out of their house and yeah, do something. Dude, I mean, it was whatever. I was like, yeah, by by all means, like you know. Um. So yeah, so they so so Stevie got sick. Then it was Madison than the baby but they were all they all ran like a fever for a day and that was about it and uh yeah man i mean it, it, it was much needed needed to get out but um but yeah if if anybody's in washington listening like go check it out it was pretty cool I mean, beautiful got some corn dogs they had like corn dogs and shit so yeah yeah but yeah of course the kids got sick like, it was like well you know that was gonna happen but, yeah. but hey, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Let let him be sick. You know what's funny is uh, I just uh, read a text you gave me and everything. And uh, <laughs> uh, since you sent this to me, I think you should talk about it. Uh, Japanese man dates thirty five women. Oh to yeah, man! <laughs> I had that in my notes. I was about to pull my notes out. So man, did you did you look up the article? Um, I um. This guy's a legend, man. He so, he got in trouble because he oh, wanted he some did, birthday man. presents. Yeah, he did. They're like getting them for fraud, which is kind of BS. But whatever, man. I mean, 
I get, I mean, it's whatever, but, oh man, I don't have my camera. Cause yeah. Cause you saw the meme that got posted with it. Right. It's the scene from Spider-Man. Oh yeah. yeah. Carrying, he's like, carefully, he's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, so, it's hilarious. And all right. A Japanese man was arrested after reportedly dating more than 35 women at the same time in order to get birthday gifts from all of them. <laughs> so, so here's, he here's my thing, right? Different date for his birthday and suing ensuring a constant stream of gifts throughout the year so man that's like three a month well so like every 10 days you're getting a present if you if you spaced it out right right so let's just say he's not spacing out right let's say it's his birthday and then he dates a woman 35 days after his birthday so his birthday and then 35 days later it's he gets a present from one single woman to another okay now yeah. i know <laughs> my wife's friends do that they have month-long birthdays right and i'm like oh yeah month long what 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 i i'm happy with just a single day because that's that's your birthday you don't have yeah, it's like you know, birthday week well yeah, yeah you know yeah, and, and she, yeah. she expects a birthday present basically for a whole entire month like just stuff coming out of jordan's mouth about this <laughs> it's like what, what is going on really oh, what is going on and so like it's i guess i guess if it's a woman and now i'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this oh i yeah. guess if it's a woman it's okay but if a man does it man in trouble man, 35 women dude like this guy was like what kind of life was this guy leading could you imagine the stress of trying to keep up with 35 different women uh man i have a hard time keeping up with like one it was you know the you know the charlie meme from sunny in philadelphia where he's yeah. like conspiracy like he's got the pins on the map and like all the strings <laughs> and stuff like that's what this guy his name was takashi mayagawa a part-time worker is being investigated for allegedly defrauding dozens of women by pretending he was serious about each of their relationships and receiving hundreds of pounds worth of gifts from them he was apparently wow. caught he was apparently caught out when the women joined forces to create a victims association after discovering his <laughs> extensive infidelity and reported him to the police according to local media um, um yeah dude um one, so one hold on one 47 year old woman reportedly thought his birthday was on february 22nd another age 40 was told it was july while another 35 old believed his birthday was in april uh, in total, he allegedly received around a hundred thousand yen worth of gifts from the women, including a two hundred pound suit. <laughs> two hundred pounds. Like, oh, the price. Pounds. Okay, yeah. the price. So, yeah. all right. Um, now, how did these women not know that they weren't <laughs> the only one? Right. Um, oh, like I said, man, this guy had to be leading some kind of life, like. Like yeah, like what you just said. Like it'd be so stressful. He probably gave himself up. He's like, yeah, I'm out, guys. Uh, this is what's going National on. National treasure. He was just like, I can't keep it up anymore. Like <laughs> yeah. I just, like I'm. It's gonna drive me mad. Like, how old is this guy? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't even know if it said how old he was. He had to be. Um, yeah, I don't because know. I mean, just... if he's dating forty year olds, he's probably gonna, <laughs> they got a picture of him, and he's he's a trip, man that's crazy oh man I'm that's crazy yeah. all right hold on one second hey it's tom wassell and you're listening to nick b and slow-mo from the offsides podcast oh thank you tom very <laughs> nice of you 
Wow. How about that, huh? Tom Wassel had to come in here and give us a call and give us a shout out. Very beautiful. Yeah, Tom Wassel endorsing the show. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Good thing. So, um, NFL draft just happened. Um, number one, Lawrence yeah. went to Jacksonville. Two, Wilson went to the Jets. And three, Trey Lance went to the 49ers. Yeah. Um, so out of those three <laughs> top picks, uh, <laughs> out of those three top picks, um, and like I'm starting to come around. I, I, I get it now. I, I totally understand why the 49ers do it. And Trey Lance is the one that set up the best to do something with the 49ers. Um, as you know, last year, the 49ers got hurt. Everyone just seemed like, you know, it, <laughs> funny or not, but it basically was on the Jets game when they got hurt. Like everyone got hurt in that game. And uh, they, they decided to, well, they didn't decide, but they, they weren't that good of a football team. But they uh, traded up to number three to get themselves a quarterback. And um, they everyone was thinking it was going to be Mac Jones, but they threw a curveball at the last <laughs> second and got Trey Lance. There were some people out there that were not fooled. Um, some of the heads, the talking heads on ESPN, it was funny because Marcus Spears was one of them. He was just like, if they if they traded up to number three to take Mac Jones, like... Oh man, I'll eat a tub of lard. <laughs> a tub of lard. It, it didn't make sense. It, it did not make sense. And honestly, uh, for Trey Lance at number three, that still to me doesn't make sense. But I mean, I, I get it's it. Just, he, he's he had the most the most intrigue, right? You know, and and the most um, the the perception was that his ceiling is phenomenal because of his athleticism, his size, just everything about him. Um, but yeah, man. So I don't know. I mean, San Fran made a move, man. They made a move. Uh, they don't even have to play him this year. They could roll with Jimmy G again. I mean, they've got to pay him. So it's like, you know, they're already paying for him. Um, now if, if you were the 49ers, would you just take the Russell Wilson approach and have him play from day one? Because he already has a great defense. If everybody comes back healthy, he has a great offense, you know, if wide he, receivers, tight end, beautiful. I man, you know if what? It's close in training camp, then yes. Because you can flip Jimmy G um for a third round draft pick easy. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, man, you've you've already got him. You know what I mean? Like you've you've the the money that you've given him in guarantees, mm -hmm. I mean you, you know, you've already got him um, kind of on the cheap relative to like two years ago, you know, three years right. ago, whatever, like it is every year. Like quarterback gets relatively cheaper year by year. Um, it's what today's overpayment is tomorrow's bargain. Like that's just the way it is. Right. So, man, I'm in, I, again, if it's close in training camp, yeah, man, um, go for it put put the kid out there if it's not really close and he ain't ready then he ain't ready like you there's no sense i understand you want i mean the, the, you need to strike when the iron's hot when you got a team to, to make a run then you make a run um because like the rams did you know um but they felt like think? jared goff wasn't the guy so they went out and got matt stafford and they think that's gonna that's that's gonna be the move but don't you think that you know um he doesn't need to throw the ball 30 times a game. He can throw the he ball doesn't. 15, 20 times a game, especially with the Niners offense, their running game. And even if they only do like short passes, they still be okay. I, I, I don't know. Oh, like I, they, Knowing knowing what Kyle Shanahan did for Bobby Three Sticks in 2012, 
absolutely, man. I guarantee you they could get this kid ready. Supposedly he tested the highest. Um, so like I, they could get the the kid ready, but um, but look what happened to Bobby. You know, well, Bobby um, was just in a wrong place at the wrong time. Bad I mean, field. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it it was the Baltimore game. Uh, yeah, it was it was when he first heard it. That's that's. Uh, Anyway, he's another story, <laughs> but um, he didn't even know how to get down. So I don't That's know, true. man. Um, That's true. I just, I just feel like, again, if he, if, if you think that he can handle it, then yeah. But um, you're, we're probably going to see him at some point, if not start the season. Um, you know, they start out kind of rocky, right? He, he'll probably just get the green light. I, I don't, I mean, man, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think the Niners made a good deal by drafting him. And, and for the longest time I talked to you and for the longest time I didn't, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. Why take the number three pick and use it on him? Who's only played like 17 total games in high school and the pros or uh, college. But I mean, thinking about it, uh, you getting inside my head saying what, you know, what you think about it. I get it. I understand you know, but if you're going to do it, you might as well just do it. Just go for it. Um, you know, uh, just, just let them play, let them play. Um, you have Jimmy yeah. G, uh, you know, uh, if you don't want to trade him, then keep him on the bench. Let him learn from Jimmy G in practice and just let him play in the games. I mean, that's just where they're going to be at. They're, they'll be a lot better if they do it, um, sooner than later. I don't know, man. Like, you know, it was kind of one of the wilder things last season with, with, uh, Brian Flores, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's like, all right, two is our guy. It's time. It's two a time. It's two a time. We're gonna put two in. He's gonna get the start. And then Tua kind of shits the bed a little bit, and they're like, well, you know what? We want to win football games, so we're gonna throw Ryan out there. And then they win some games, and then it's like, well, let's give Tua another shot, see if he's ready yet. And then, the, but I mean, and. I don't mind that it's because if you if you remember all the Dwayne Haskins talk, like oh my God, the red the Redskins just they didn't do right by Dwayne. They <laughs> they you can't you can't put a kid in and then bench him again. Like how could you do something like that? Like right. it would just completely wreck this kid's life. Right. Um. You know, like if you can't handle it anyway, man. Like what are you doing? This is this ain't the league. Um. But that's what Miami did, and they're, they still have Tua. They said Tua was their guy, but they were trying to make playoffs, man. They're trying to win games. Like They're not worried about what the perception is outside of their organization. Do you think the reason why they did that, even though I agree with you 100%, but do you think the reason why they did that was you know they're trying to win games? In fact, they won 10 games, didn't make the playoffs, but they still won 10 games was because they had Houston's pick in their back pocket. So it didn't matter what happened. They're still going to get a high enough draft pick. And this is just like basically free money for them. See what happens. See what they have. See what they can do. I mean, yeah, but ultimately they didn't do anything with that pick. Well, they, they, they traded weapons. down. They, they yeah. traded down and then yeah. traded back like up. They, they picked some. They got some picked up some weapons. Like, yeah, all they did was just get future draft capital. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but I, I think that they understand. I mean, we just saw Josh Allen's best year last year. 
And what right. was that? His third season? Third season. And man, I tell yeah. you what, from season th- from one and two, which was, I mean, he was uh, decent, but I mean, nothing spectacular no, to his third season where yeah. like he was putting the ball uh, through needle in a haystack. Dude. He's like, going to be he, a top five MVP candidate next year. Just the balls he was throwing, man. And, and he was throwing them. And as soon as he threw it, he was jumping up and down because he knew well, something was going to happen. He, yeah, if, as long as it's not a one-hit wonder, like that's what I'm afraid of. But I don't think it's going to be like that. No, that kid, he's too good. But man, that boy can throw the ball. That, yeah, that boy can throw the ball. He's got a rocket arm. But anyway, so, so you know, I, I I don't know, man. I don't know what the Dolphins are doing, but they they seem to be doing it right. Um, and whoever's making all the calls in that organization right now, or they're, they're doing a hell of a job, man. They've got draft capital. They've got a hell of a team. They've got players. Um, and they've only been, you know, stacking, keep stacking the deck. So, um, yeah, man, they're going to be fun to watch. So there was, what was it? There, I read, I think it was either today or last night where they said Miami might trade for Aaron Rodgers, right? And they're talking about this one guy's like, even if they have Aaron Rodgers, Buffalo will still be the team in that in division to win. And I'm like, what? No. Mm-hmm. If, if Miami gets Aaron Rodgers for some crazy, weird sake, which I don't think is going to happen, it's like a 99.9% chance that ain't going to happen. But let's just say it does. I'm sorry, but that one year reign of Buffalo, it's only going to be one year. Because well, I, I think Miami's defense is, is as good, if not a little bit better than Buffalo's. Yeah, and it still could be a one-year uh, division win for Buffalo because Miami's up and coming, like what you just said. And oh, it's going to uh, be a fun one to watch. Oh yeah, and, and and I mean, let's not forget about the Patriots. Like, hey, I know they only got Mac Jones, but the weapons that they added, man, and all the guys that they have coming back, like they had so many guys opt out last year. Yes, uh, and Bills, Bills ready, and Bills seeking some vengeance, dude. Bills upset because usually he doesn't spend any money, but he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, Tom, every nickel of it." Oh, oh yeah, you know that meme yeah. where someone's chomping on the typewriter, like pissed off because something's <laughs> going on. <laughs> that was Bill. Oh yeah, Tom, that's what you want to do, huh? This is war, brother. This is oh, war. Man. Yeah. So man, yeah. So we'll see, man. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, you want to talk some a little bit of draft, maybe maybe what the Hawks did. I'll uh, uh, as as everybody knows, Washington football team, Jamin Davis, Kentucky, um, from the old Stoop system. Um, the kid ran a four three seven forty as a linebacker. So uh, freakish talent. Um, it's yeah, it, he, he's it's, a big boy. It's, he's it's a big promising man. We we made some good picks. I mean, we got that guy Sam Cosme, the tackle from uh, USC or Texas, Texas, tackle from Texas, um, and we got some other players. Benjamin Saint Juiced, he's the uh, cornerback from Minnesota. Uh, we got the safety from Cincinnati, uh, Derek Forrest, and uh, we got Deami Brown from North Carolina, the wide receiver. What was uh, Davis's 40 time? 437. 437. So did you see uh, Run Rich Run? Um, he has people running the 40 with him now and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. For Did you see 40-year-old Michael Vicks, 40? Um, man, what did he run, a 4.8? 472 at 40 years old. 
Four seven two. He ran one. Daryl Green ran one. Not that long ago. Hold on, I gotta try and. Right, Daryl Green didn't he run one? Oh man, he ran like a four four dude or four yeah. five. Yeah, I, I I remember that. At Fifty. And yeah. Well, that boy's fast. That that boy's fast. Dude, he's still. I'm pretty sure. So with your draft, were you happy with your draft? Were you um like like uh he, he turned fifty two, he ran a four four three at fifty years old. Four four three? Yeah. Yeah. That's the real deal. At fifty that's enough to get him drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So four four three corner. Yeah. No, you, you know, I'm surprised he didn't put his name in the hat because you know, they do need some corners right now. Dude, four four three at fifty years old. Yeah, not bad. You know Sam Cosme, the tackle from Texas. You know what he ran? What's that? Four eight. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So with your draft, are you happy with it? You you uh, this is I'm what happy, you expected? Man. I'm happy. I'm I'm I'm. I just I, I have full trust in Ron Rivera and the staff right now. Um, Martin and Marty, and just um, this is the most competent my my. Uh, my my team has looked in a while. Uh, everything seems to be on the up and up. Um, I still try not to think about the possibility of you know what's what's capable of happening with Dan Snyder still being the owner. But um, as for now, man, um, it seems like Ron is in total control. It seems like they have a total plan. Um, if I have the opportunity, if I'm the team to get Aaron Rodgers, I would do whatever it takes. Well, if you guys get Aaron Rodgers, you guys would be a Super Bowl contender, like top three. Yeah, we would be yeah top three top odds four? to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. Yeah, yeah, we'd be we'd be probably second behind the Bucks to go to the championship game. So the Bucks, um, like I told you on 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 the phone, I'm not going to say anything bad about Tom Brady. Okay. Not, <laughs> not at all. But here's the thing. The Bucks didn't sign anybody younger. They signed everybody back from last year's Super Bowl winning team. Now, um, that doesn't really work out in the NFL. You know, everyone gets older and everything like that. So they're a real old team. They're not very young. Um, yeah, man. I, 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 <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year, but I mean, I didn't I mean, last year expect- either. So usually you would say Super Bowl hangover, but when it's Tom Brady, he, he, you know, there's never really a Super Bowl hangover. They they um, they pick a, a task, right? The quarterback from Florida. Tom Brady called him up, say, "Hey, come to my house. We're gonna throw." Yeah, he didn't have to do nah, that. It's so the 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 reason why you would bet against a, a Super Bowl team in the NFL returning. Um, are all the reasons why it's usually happens with teams that that the the hangover happens with teams that don't have Tom Brady on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's just the different factor. Like I I think them signing all the guys together because do you see the unity that them that them boys have? I don't think another eight months of getting older by the time they start the season is going to matter one bit, man. Like I understand that they are an older team, but if we're talking three, four years down the road, but man, I mean, coming off of what they did last year um, and, and having who they have on their team and the way that everybody kind of sacrificed 
just so they could bring the gang back together. I mean, we'll see. It could totally blow up in their face, but um, I don't know, man. Barring barring injury, they are they're going to be among the favorites to go back to the NFC Championship game. See, now if you would have told me you would have said that word unity. I yeah. would have put on Queen Latifah, U-N-I-T-Y, and yeah. played that while you were talking. Yeah. But you didn't tell me that. Because, <laughs> dude, man, well, that's what it is. I mean, um, when you when you see how Tom Brady and these other veterans are taking after him and taking a backseat as far as like, hey, let's do what we got to do to bring all of our guys back. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I, I get it. But, I mean, you know as well as I do, except Tom Brady's the difference because he's 44 going on 25. Um, uh, he he's never the apparition, gets, man. He, he never gets old, you know what I mean? He's still, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a better athlete today than he was when he first came out of college. I told you, man, I stopped betting betting against him. Well, well I'm, I'm stopped talking bad about him because, I mean, he just, just shits un- in my un- mouth. Until he shows me that he can't do it, then... I have no reason to believe that he can't do it. So getting back onto the draft, the Seahawks had three picks. Um, they picked a wide receiver from Western Michigan, Dwayne Eskridge. He's like five, eight, a buck 80 um, yeah. speedster. Right. Um, they, they want Seattle want him as a three um, wide receiver, but honestly they, I didn't think they needed it because they needed more stuff than that. But they needed, you know, a center. They needed, you know, whatever. They got a cornerback, which they did need. Um, Oklahoma, Trey Brown. Um, yeah. They're saying that if he was two inches taller, he would have been a top 10 pick. But, yeah. I mean, they say that about everybody. <laughs> and, and, and then they got um, a project, um, Florida offensive tackle Stone uh, Forsyth. He's like six foot eight. Um, he, they're talking about who wants to be the rock when you can have a stone. That's his, thing, <laughs> That's <right>? his little <laughs> motto. <laughs> That's his motto. Right. And so, I mean, I, I like, I like that, you know, left tackle project. Um, he was supposed to be a third, fourth rounder. They got him in the sixth round. Cool. I, I, I like that. I like the cornerback. I, I don't, man, I don't like the wide receiver, nothing against him. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be fine, but I don't like it. I think they, there's, more things they could have got other than him yeah. but that's just seattle's thing that that's seattle's way of thinking you yeah. know so about that and i mean we'll see we took we we traded with the eagles and gave them a pick next year for two more picks this year and the reason why we did that we took a long snapper in the sixth round which some yeah. people were like oh man why'd you do we took one of the only two long snappers drafted and we took the highest rated long snapper. Normally you would wait until after the draft and sign them as an undesignated free agent. But because there were so many people that opted out last year in college, they're opting back in this year. And so they didn't come out in the draft. So the draft wasn't as deep with quality players. Right. And when you, when you do UDFAs, you have to pay them more money when you sign them. Right. Um, so yeah, so I like we just made these competent moves that I'm just like, oh man, like it's like Ron knows, but Ron was like this long snap. We let our long snapper of ten years go, and so guess what? We need to replace them because it's a valuable piece. It's it's a valuable little tiny cog that most people don't think about in the system. That mm-hmm. to have a quality long snapper, you know, to have your ne- your long snapper for the next ten years, it's just something that you don't have to worry about. Special um, teams, man. Special teams wins games, man. Yes, sir. It does. 
So I was happy with that, but it was just the moves in themselves. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was smart football moves by smart football guys. And it's not just Ron. Like it's, it's, it's the whole, the whole firm of Marty, Martin, Ron, Scott Turner. I mean, they like they're drafting guys that fit their scheme that are the highest rated on their boards. Like the, we, we, we filled a bunch of needs, but we weren't drafting for need. If you, you feel what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. I got we, you. Like we knew that we could get Deami Brown apparently in the freaking third round, and not even with the first. Th- we had two for third round picks. We got him with the second third round pick. Um, that's just that, that's just I mean yeah. rolling the dice and and knowing who you have, knowing who other teams are trying to Deami get. Because was a steal, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so th- there was another quarterback drafted, not not to your team, but um, quarterback Kelly Mond, who was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Oh yeah, and um. Uh, go ahead go no go ahead because this is bleacher report had a little draft party um video you know what i mean live feed type deal well bobby three sticks was on there um and bobby three sticks usually has a lot to say about things like he was openly recruiting himself to the kyle shanahan led (laughs) 49ers so he could mentor uh trey lance right right um which uh, man it'd be a cold day in hell before that's gonna happen is bobby three six gonna get a job or is he done he's just gonna get a bleacher report i think he's done i think he's gonna end up in tv yeah okay because he's got what it takes to go to tv he's he's got brass that's for sure he'll he'll say some some stuff um but anyway so we we do have some audio uh, if you want to start, yeah, yeah, cue yeah. that up. Yeah, um, yeah, but this is audio from the Bleacher Report and uh, Bobby Three Sticks during their draft day party. RG three is suddenly busy all of a sudden. Kellen Mond, Robert, what do we think of the player here? And then going to a situation where in training camp he's going to look more physically impressive than the starter that's standing there at Kirk Cousins. What do we think about the spot for Kellen too? Uh, yeah, I can tell you right now, number eight. In Minnesota is probably not real happy right now uh, because Kellamon represents exactly what he doesn't do well, right? Kellamon's the, the big physical quarterback. He can run it, throw it all over the field. Um, and I don't think that that's something that number eight is able to do uh, in Cousins in Minnesota. Um, but I think that's what the coaching staff and the administration is looking for, should I say the organization is looking for. Uh, Mon had a lot of inconsistency in, in his game. And the biggest thing uh, last year was, like uh, like Connor talked about, he actually improved drastically. But some NFL evaluators looking over the course of all the years of his starts at Texas A&M, they're still a little skeptical about him. But I, I would tell you this, with great determination and great coaching, I think this is a guy that can be a real riser uh, over the course of his career. And as you see, you know, uh, Cousins has been collecting checks there in Minnesota for a long time, <laughs> taking them to eight, eight, nine, seven seasons. Uh, if, if, if he has a bad start to the year uh, like he did last year, I could see the fans and maybe the organization. All right, you can kill that. If he comes in and impresses. So, um, so the Vikings told Kirk that they were drafting a quarterback. Mm, they went mm, to Kirk mm. and they were like, listen, man, like we're drafting him. And when the thought came up in the Zoom meetings afterwards, they, the Vikings put a halt to it real quick. They're like, whoa, 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 listen. Kirk's our quarterback like that like they, this is not like in the foreseeable future they don't see this guy they don't see Kellen Mond taking over Kirk's job anytime soon 
Um, but yeah, man, uh, Robert Griffin, he's, he sounds a little salty, doesn't he? <laughs> Collecting well, checks, number well, eight. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, number eight ain't going to like that too much. Uh, uh, Robert, he's upset because he was, um, what, what did he get drafted by, by the, uh, Washington team? What number? Number two. Was yeah. He two? was number two. Andrew and luck went one and Kirk got drafted in, the, was in the fourth round. Yeah, and it was funny because Kirk has a better, way better career than RG3 did. Shanahan was going to draft Russell Wilson in the third round. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, or maybe it was in the fourth, but he went in the third. Something Another, like that. Philadelphia wanted to draft Russell as well. Yeah, we were going to draft. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan wanted to draft him. So, um, and Kyle or uh, Mike Shanahan wanted to draft him, but uh, Kyle and Mike, they, they liked Kirk cousins more than Robert Griffin, but don't get it wrong. Like, uh, they, they were in favor of the trade. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like this was a Dan Snyder thing. Like Mike Shanahan was all, all for the trade. Um, but you know, things happened and, and the owner took the quarterback side and the rest is history. But, um, yeah, man. So I just thought it was funny. Um, we'll probably see old Bobby three sticks in the media pretty soon but um he just couldn't stay healthy man but i'll tell you what 2012 was a special special year for for redskins fans so um yeah man that was it was fun well i mean hey that team was great when uh robin griffin was a rookie he that you know he that was a good team before he got hurt yeah before he got hurt you know and he was just never came back to be the same or anything like that well, it was it, all in for week one after that once he had, once the playoff game ended, yeah, all in for week one. And it was a whole shebang. It was a whole production, yeah. So it's a shame too, but but I mean, we uh, for a different day, different podcast. We heard about RG three, and he really, yeah. There's a lot that that people outside the the area, the market, don't know about the whole Redskins and RG three thing. So before we go, um, there is one more thing I want to talk about, and um, it, it's the 20 most valuable sports teams in the world. All right. Um, th- this is brought to you by Outkick, the coverage, which was sold to Fox for some crazy amount of money, which is great. Do you know who the number one top sports team is that's worth the most amount of money? Is it a soccer team? It is not. No, it, it is an NFL team. Oh, so I'll tell you what. The Dallas. first, the yeah. first three Dallas. teams is not a soccer team. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's Dallas. It's got to be Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Um, it is worth five point seven billion dollars. Uh, five years ago, it was worth forty three percent less than what it is now. Just think about that. Uh, Jerry Jones bought the team in nineteen eighty nine for a hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um number two is the yankees at 5.25 billion number three is kind of crazy um but i get it because it's just part of the market but if you were to think about it it doesn't make any sense the new york knickerbockers they're worth five billion dollars oh, yeah um the first soccer team is barcelona then real madrid mm-hmm. golden state warriors at 4.7 wow really? this is crazy the warriors are worth more than the lakers all right. Wow. Yes. So the Golden State was sold um, for four hundred fifty million in two thousand ten. They're now worth four point seven billion. Damn. All right. Um, check this out. 
the Lakers uh, were paid for in 1979 for 20 million dollars. They're now worth 4.6 billion. Damn. Right? Okay. And so um, I'll just go. Now your team is, um, of course, the Washington Football Team, which we're going to say the Redskins. I don't care. It, that's who they are. Just like the San Diego Chargers, they're not the LA Chargers. They're the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, it should um, be the Burgundy and Gold. The Burgundy and Gold's worth $3.5 billion, and Daniel Snyder bought them in 99 for $750 million. <laughs> uh, now, my team, the Seahawks, it doesn't say what what number it is, but I know they're worth $3.1 billion. Um, and I forgot how much um, uh, the owner paid for them, but it wasn't much. Couldn't have been. Much at all. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's wild, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, we need to uh, we, we need to do something club. and get this Very going. Well, we'll see what happens tonight. Well, let me know, I ain't brother. Make millions, but let, let <laughs> me know. All right, man. I think that's what I have for for this week. Anything for you? Yeah, man. That that... All right. Just remember, even though the NFL draft is over with, it's closer to the season. We out of here. Peace. This has been another edition of the Offsides Podcast. Check us out every week for the latest news and information. If you have questions or comments, contact us on Twitter at Podcast Offsides or email us today at OffsidesPodcast1 at gmail.com. Offsides. I like it. It's great. It's wonderful.